The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC Unfiltered today. Matt is fattening me up for the slaughter, bringing in treats. Glover Deshera calls in. Cub Swanson calls in. Derek Brunson calls in. We do our picks. Yes! Matt sings, I fart. It's a fun one. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. I cannot continue to host this show with Matt Serra. What, Jimmy? Jimmy, I'm sitting here. You're starting off the show kind of rough. With my stomach oh. hanging over my belt. Oh, okay. And it's because fucking Matt. First of all, I'm eating poorly everywhere. Matt's bringing in these snacks. Yes. And they're gluten free, yes. but that doesn't mean calorie free. Yeah. He brought in these coconut chocolate balls. Yeah. They were like the hazelnut chocolate things. Today. I can't stop today, eating. Jimmy. I got. I, I took a chance, Jimmy. I like to take chances in life. And I like to live on the edge. And I went with the. Um, there was a choice. I could have played it, it safe. I could have played it safe. Yeah. You know, and sure. just coasted, and uh, you and, know, and, and went with the hazelnut because yeah. I like hazelnut. Sure, me too. And but there was coconut and cho- chocolate with coconut. Oh. All these gluten free balls. So you know what? Let's 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 take a let's let's be a risk. Let's taker. roll the let's dice. Be a, like Cowboy Cerrone jumping off cliffs and shit. Yeah. Let's get the fucking coconut. And guess what? Delicious, Jimmy. Jimmy. Fucking th- right Dare I say, even more addicting than the hazelnut. Whoa. Matt and I were literally like two fucking members of the View. I was just sitting say here, that. go, oh god, the chocolate's too much for my hips, but isn't it good? <laughs> Better than the hazelnut. Oh, I concur. We <laughs> make each, we we make both of us sick. We had some of these, and I went fucking to the, great. I went, I went to the bathroom. I come back, I get, and I wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed it. Uh, and I got so excited. I go, Jimmy, I grabbed you by the shoulder. Chris, the producer thought I was talking about a fight or yeah, something. Yeah, Chris thought he had like Ally Aquinta inside information. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because we, was... we were talking about Brunson before we started. And then Matt sat down and was like, Jimmy, I got to tell you. And yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I thought he was going to say oh, something shit. about the fight. Yeah. By the way, we do have Derek Brunson calling in. We have Glover DeShera calling in. And we also have, don't tell me, uh, Cub Swanson. Killer Cub, yeah. Calling in today. What a great, uh, I don't think I've ever talked to Glover. I've never spoken to him. We have had Glover's Brunson on the too. phone, I believe. Yeah, we have had Glover, Glover also, but like a while back. And I don't, maybe and we he probably purposefully avoided you know, it. He did, yeah. You know what I like? Um, 
and spilling I'm not, your and beverages? I'm, I always, why do I, I got to stop asking the questions to you, Jimmy. Matt spilled his too witty with that. Oh, I did a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't even pay attention to it anymore because it's like people think I probably just do it on purpose. It's a fucking, I don't know. Anyway, now I got ADD. Oh, I know what I was going to say. First of all, and this has something to do with what we're talking about, with Glover, okay? Uh, I saw, I didn't see it with him, but it's uh, Endgame. I seen Endgame oh. yesterday, and uh, ask me if I liked it, Jimmy. I'm not gonna even wait. Yes. Oh, what? Of course I did, Jimmy. Uh, dude, it was so good, Jimmy. We'll, we'll, I'll save it for a movie minute. Okay? Are, are you? But, did you like the part where they were both on the dragons and the dragons were going down, but then the other dragon came? Listen, Jimmy. What? That's something else. But don't. Oh, now you just now cool. you don't mess with my emotions. But listen to me. Something cry. But summer. having to do with that. Did you cry? That, I got, yeah, I actually got, I got, I got 100%. I went with my wife because my kids are in school. So we do what all adults do. We go see superhero movies when our kids are at school. So, uh, you know, we went at like 10 a.m., you know, because it's a three-hour movie. Crowded. And, uh, uh, yeah, there was some nerds there, you know. But um, I'll tell you, there's some emotional parts. I'll talk about it later. But Thanos is fucking awesome. I love Thanos. I, I mean, have to see a, a couple of those guy. before I see this one because I'm not caught up. Yeah, see Infinity War if you if you want. Yeah, right before that. That way you have an idea what the fuck's going on. I mean, it could stand alone. You get an idea yeah. what's going on. It's three hours. I heard, I heard that it was a really surprise ending where the Hulk gets arrested for exposing his genitals in a rest area. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick, Jimmy. Is that like a dream of yours? You no, I just, but they, people can say in the, 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 the shocking ending, I'm like, what could be a shocking ending? That would be a shocking ending. That would be shocking. Yeah. People, people are crazy. He might lose fans and even gain fans. Uh, but where was I? Oh! So that picture, there's a picture of uh, right after Glover won the other night. The way I predicted him to win, by the way. We yes, should, you we did. should bring that up to We him. can. Because people might think I'm bullshit. No, you got it. You know, I don't want to be a braggart, but it's true, Jimmy. Um, second round submission. I was so happy. It was such it was so exciting, you know. It made it better that uh uh Eon, what's his name? Uh Eon. Eon, 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 Eon yeah, I said it right, Eon. Ewan. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. He went across right into his fucking grill. I want to ask him about that. Sure. What he felt about when he went across the cage, got right up in his face. A, le- a guy not as composed as Glover uh, could have smacked. Did something. Can we see you know that? I mean? Yes, please. Let's sure. I, I, I and while you're that getting push. that, after this fight, while you're getting that up there, uh, he um, after the fight, so I'm talking to Dana, you know, cage side. And all of a sudden, I get an arm around my neck, and it's fucking Glover putting a rear naked on me. And somebody captured it and took a picture of it. And the UFC said um, they captured it. This is one way to celebrate, you know? So then, you know, sometimes you look at the likes. I think you have a lawsuit. So Imagine that, Jimmy. So, dude, I can't turn my neck. So, you know, sometimes you look at the likes. You know, who liked like, that picture? It's a cute picture. And fucking Josh Brolin, Thanos. Wow. Cable, also, from Deadpool, liked... That picture. I don't want to go crazy with oh, this man. thing, but no. Josh Brolin. Come on, man. Josh. No, no. Brian from Goonies. No, this guy's. I oh. I followed his whole career. Not even. I didn't even try to. He liked but, that. He hates Matt Sarah. He wants to see you get choked. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's heartbreaking. I didn't think about it like that, Jimmy. <laughs> and I'm such a fan, Jimmy. I didn't even think about it like that. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> My poor I, friend Matt. I'm a fan of that guy. Yeah. And uh, isn't it cool when they like you it, too? It is weird. Well, I don't even know if he like. He might like Glover. <laughs> you know, just in the picture. You know. But uh, I am a fan from. Like, and it's funny how some guys have that kind of career where, dude, he was Brandon Goonies, which was 
you know, my childhood. Who doesn't like Goonies, Jimmy? Besides, fucking, do you like Goonies, Christopher Thusa? I don't think uh, I saw it. I, I've seen it, but a, a while ago. Like I haven't watched it recently. Nah, but yeah, I it's good. I think maybe I don't even think I want to talk to you anymore. That's now. fair enough. It's I gotta such get a Derek good fucking on the phone, movie. By the way. I get him on. The, I want to see if he's seen Goonies. Sure. But anyway, Jimmy, did I yes. lose at Goonies? Not hundred oh, okay. percent. I just never saw it. No. What you never saw fucking Goonies, Jimmy? No. Why not? I don't know. I was busy as a kid. I was fucking. <laughs> 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 no, you weren't, Jimmy. I know. You're fucking funny. Um, what else, Jimmy? We're getting Derek on the phone. You know, it's funny. I was going to ask him about the, like, you know, Elias Theodore is a bit of an enigma for some people. A puzzle to figure out, Jimmy. Yes, he is. He's very, you, very. So I was thinking, how is Derek going to solve this puzzle? And then I thought of that puzzle he solved with Lyoto Machida. Oh, yeah. let's ask him about oh, it. Oh, we have Derek on the phone now? Yes. Oh, hey, Derek. You're talking to uh, the great Matt Sarah and uh, Jim Norton on Thank UFC you. Unfiltered. How are you, buddy? What's up, Derek? I'm, I'm good. How you doing? Good. Doing very good. Um, you have a very tough fight coming up. But then again, so does Elias Theodoro um, coming up with him. How do you figure a guy like that out? Because he seems like he is so good at everything. Yeah, he just, he's a well-rounded guy. He likes to move a lot, you know, stay busy. Um, I think he's, like, comfortable with just winning uh, a fight on points. So, he's just you know, you just got to go in there and impose your will on a guy like that. And, you know, you do have a very well-timed blitz, man, when you come forward and you with, like, fucking eight strikes. <laughs> no, you, th- this is what I was thinking about <laughs> on the way in here of this fight. Um, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, Elias Theodoro is a bit of an enigma for a lot of people. He's kind of hard to hit. He's 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 got a little unorthodox, you know, style. But then, uh, Derek Brunson, I think about you versus another guy who's hard to time, and that's Leoto Machida. And we saw how that went. Yeah. So that's got to give you confidence, right? I mean, do you ever hear? Do you ever think about that when you're all right? I'm fighting this guy that's hard to time, and yada 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 yada. But look what I did with Leoto. Yeah, absolutely. It's like uh, whenever I'm in front of these guys in my division, I feel like I'm the faster guy. Um, it's just more about taking my time and setting my strikes. And like like you said earlier, that guy that comes forward with like eight strikes, not really doing eight strikes, you know, just two or three, and I hit hard so I can get the finish. So just taking my time out there pretty much. I exaggerated with the with the eight strikes. But it does seem like you throw a lot going forward. <laughs> but it's good. It's a, it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, When it works, it looks good. And, right. and, and honestly, and I think we've told you this before, you know, everybody loves Anderson Silva, but I, I thought that you uh, absolutely won that fight. So, you know, it's, as far as your fighting skill, at one point you had, uh, you know, you had uh, won a bunch of fights, dropped one to Whitaker, and I thought you beat Silva, and then you beat uh, Dan Kelly and Leota Machida. Um, how did you feel about that Silva fight? You must have been very disappointed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was. You know, um, I thought I got the decision, which, you know, a large percentage of other people who viewed the fight, they thought I got the decision also. So, um, yeah, that fight is, is way past, but it's just, like I said, about going forward, getting that sure. momentum going forward and really taking my time to showcasing my skills. Did Adesanya hit a little harder? Because he's not really not known for knockout power. Did, did he Did he hit a little harder than you thought, or uh, or did he just, just uh, catch you with one you didn't see coming? No, I was just, it was just more about my, my forward pressure, you know. Um, I think, well, earlier I got, I walked into a knee, just, just, just a poor game plan. That's why I twisted up for this camp. You know, I went out and got in front of more MMA guys. The last couple of years I've been in front of a lot of kickboxers. So, uh, I switched it up and got in front of 
more MMA guys so they're able to give me different looks and not MMA feel so I'll be prepared for you know an MMA fight opposed to just trying to kickbox but um it's one of those fights that's like okay I'm going I know this guy can't out me so I'm going to make him feel my grappling and I just went to the world too much and got caught with a knee and then you know I was a little you know um rattled and just kept coming forward you know I'm not one of these guys that back off when I'm rattled I'm like all right let's fight you know so <laughs> you keep moving forward one of the things working on uh, now, let's just say things do go well for you Saturday night. Uh, do you still have an interest in fighting uh, Paulo Costa, who is, uh, you know, he's back. He was out for a little bit, but he's now back. And I, I think you guys have had a little static in the past. No, he's, he's I mean, that guy has a lot of other issues going on. I'm interested in fighting anybody, but it's, it's, a, it's a matter of taking my time and just really getting better and letting my my coaches and my uh, managers speak for my fights. Like, um, I mean, you can look at my record. I fought every single body in the division. So, I mean, I need for some of these guys to fight each other. You know, a lot of guys are duck, ducking and dodging each other. So, I definitely would like to see some some guys fight each other and, and mix up the division. And I'm just sit back and let my coaches and my manager, you know, do the rest. Yo, uh, Derek, did you see the fight over the weekend between uh, Jack Manson and uh, Jacare? Yeah, I saw that fight. Yeah. yeah what'd you think, man? It was good. It was a good showing for the kid. You know, it's 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 tough, man. When you when you come into a when you come into a fight and you really have nothing to lose but everything to gain, and then you're this guy, you get a short notice replacement. Because I mean, I've seen the guy, I've seen his losses, I've seen his skill set. You know, I, I think he's good, but you know, um, he's good for performance. I mean, Jacare looked a little different in that fight, so we can say those things also. So a little a little of both. Do you think sometimes stepping in last minute? Uh, is an advantage or a disadvantage? I mean, because then neither one of you guys has any uh, time to prepare for each other. So when when you're when you're scheduled to fight and they they swap out your opponent last minute, uh, do you think that gives you some kind of an advantage over him, or do you hate that? You know, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be ready at all times. And when you when you go from a, I mean, Hermanson is good, but he's a he's a lesser. I mean. I would say that Romero is a lot harder to deal with. So he's got to get up for every fight and be ready, you know. And, I mean, Jacare didn't look – he didn't look strong. He didn't look fast. You know, he, he gassed. He was falling all over. I mean, you never see him really get taken down like that. You know, he's just – maybe he's getting a little bit older. You know, he looked a lot different out there. Yeah, it looks sometimes like you could see, like, it was just taking him a little longer. I think that they were saying they were – the announcers were saying that he looked like he really wasn't as present – uh, which I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that's ever happened to you in a fight, but I've had a few guys say that where you're fighting and you just feel like you can't make happen what you want to make happen. Tyron Woodley said that after the fight he just had with Kamaru Usman, that he just couldn't do what he wanted to do. Yeah, I hear people say that, but I mean, I mean, like I said, you have to get up and be ready for every fight. You can always sit back and say this and that and make excuses or feel sorry for yourself, but at the end of the day, you got to get up for fights. you got to be ready for fights. If you're not ready, it's, it's due to your preparation and maybe you taking a guy lightly or kind of like maybe you're pissed off at the matchup because you didn't get the fight that you deserve or something came at the last minute. But that's fighting, man. It's like definitely the toughest sport in the world, you know. Um, you just have to be ready. Have you had that happen to you when you were getting ready to fight, when you were walking in? We're like, you're like, I got to re- refocus myself here. Um, have you had those moments either in the cage or, or right before? 
Yeah, I, I've had. I mean, I think every athlete go through it. You know, they. It's just like I say. You just gotta. You gotta. You gotta control that mind. You know, you gotta be. You gotta be in the moment, ready for whatever comes your way. And I understand that a curveball could be thrown at you at the last minute. You know, especially if you're one of these top guys. Everybody's jockeying for your spot. Everybody's like looking at you as an opportunity. So people are gonna give you their best fight. It's kind of like. If you if you're a known guy and you go to a gym where there's not like when there's a lot of up and comers, everybody's going to give you a hundred percent. They might take off uh, the other rounds or might go like fifty percent of the rounds, but when they get in front of you, they go on a hundred. So it's kind of like fighting. Whenever you that guy that's ranked, you know, are, are more ranked than the other person, you got to be ready for it because the other person looking at you as an opportunity. You're right because they've they've been watching you for years and going, when I get my hands on him, I'm gonna I'm gonna really prove my. That's why I think it's always harder as the champion to continually defend a belt because you're the guy that everybody's had their eye on and you're the guy with the target on his back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's this is an unforgivable sport, and it's like everybody's good. You know, especially you know if you're looking at top 15s of, of a division, everybody's good. So you have to keep evolving and. She's getting better. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes Jimmy likes to just throw in here and bring me down to earth and basically bring up that I didn't defend my belt, uh, Derek. But um, that's thanks. not that's not true. Thanks, I say Jimmy. that off the air. A lot of times Matt will say, hey, do you want to come over? And I say, yeah, well, if you defended your belt, maybe. But since you didn't, I can't make it. <laughs> Derek, come on, man. You see what I got to deal with with this shit? Oh. Yeah, bro, that's rough. That is rough. <laughs> that is rough. Hey, man, you're 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 really really fun to watch fight. We always love watching you. Uh, you're the co-main against Elias Theodoro, and that is uh, in Ottawa, and it's this Saturday, May the fourth at eight o'clock. Aya Quinta against Cowboy Cerrone. That's an incredible card. I'm excited for you, Derek. Um, you know, Elias has. You know, he's coming off a, a winning streak here, and uh, you know. You know, every fight is like a reset button, man. You can go from having a rough fight to go from being this right back in the fucking mix. So I'm, I'm excited for you, dude. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny because I sit home and I'm frustrated. I'm like, man, I had all all the like everything to be champion by now, and I just I didn't I didn't do it. I got a little too greedy in certain moments. You know, I got caught up in the hype and trying to knock people out. I got caught up in, like, the old-school UFC where if you're a wrestler and you come in and get a decision that they're going to shelf you for, like, six months, you know. So it's a matter of just going out and, like, re reinvent myself and taking my time and having fun and really showcasing my true skill set. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you certainly – I mean, you're still in the top ten, so you're absolutely – uh, not out of anything. So yeah, when, it's interesting you say you got greedy too, and you were looking for for knockouts. Because we talked recently about guys like Roy Nelson, who's you know he's a jujitsu black belt, but then just you know he just started knocking people out. I guess it does get a little harder to make yourself wrestle when you know you have knockout power. Yeah, I mean you you start you start falling in love with it, you know, instead of forgetting your your true base, you know, it gets a little contagious out there. Well. All right, well, good luck this, uh, this Saturday, man. We, uh, we love watching you, and uh, it's going to be a great fight with yourself and Elias Theodoro, and we always appreciate when you come on the show. I'll be out there, man. I'll see you out there, Derek. All right, thank you. All right, All right take care, take man. Take care, man. All right, man. I mean, listen, I really I like both guys. Sure. I didn't know Elias does a, a podcast. I think he was – he hit me up the other day. I got to give him a call back to go, yeah, on, to go on his podcast. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I would. Sure's a nice I'm just, guy. I'm putting it out there right now that I – I just now remembered, the world will know that I just now remembered that he texted me yesterday. So I fucking didn't text him back. So I'm not being a douchebag. I just got the memory yeah. of a fucking goldfish. You know they say goldfish have a better memory than people think? Oh, I then I stand by it. <laughs> fucking asshole. That's a shame if they do. Let me see this card. Um, Look at those guys. That's a fuck, dude. I am... 
First of all, can I just tell you, I'm going out there tomorrow, and uh, I love Canada One. We have a lot of I do too. people that like us out there, Jimmy. Really? And uh, I think they so. They probably like you. Yeah, well, Jimmy, maybe you're right. Uh, they might like you too. I don't know. You know, a lot of them say, yeah, and Jimmy. And I, well, you know, whatever. I think they say that. They like the show. They think it. And you're a huge part of the Thank show. You. Well, they liked you in Canada because you gave them the belt back. But yeah. That's an excellent point. What a fuck. I, <laughs> you know, Chris did make a valid they, point. Hey, Spider, why the fuck is he allowed to joke around with me like that? Oh, hold on. Hey, oh, hold you're going to take this shit? Listen, this, I don't want to uh, p- p- point out the totem pole shit. Uh, yeah, no. All right. I, no, I, no, I, seriously. I no, that's fine. Say that. Your, your job's in jeopardy. But listen to me. It's either all okay or nothing's okay. A friend told me that once. Yeah. I'm winking, right. I'm winking at Jimmy. That's right, because I was talking about sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. So what was I talking about? Oh, so I can't wait to be with my team, man. I, I really, um, I look forward to not only the fight, but fight week. And it's cool when one guy's fighting, but now we got, you know, uh, put up the fight card, please, so we can see sure. the order here. Well, you and do I want to see one Marab. We have Marab. Oh, we- yeah, I guess Brad Katona. Yeah. Yes, where, but let me see Marab. Yeah, a, that's look at f- that. Oh, Wow. Yeah, we're jumping back and forth the corners here. But, you know, we're going to have Aljo with us. Aljo's already out there. We have this one of our uh, new young guns, Dennis Bazooka, is with us. Our buddy, Marab's best buddy, Zuka. It's just a, obviously Longo. I'll be, I might be up a, there. But, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, if you want me to jump in the corner. No, no I'm and talking about some, my team, though. My, me, no, but if you want me to be up there, I'm on a team here. So if you want me to jump in yeah. and be on the corner and throw some words of encouragement well, out. Well, yeah. Hold on. We're gonna get I'd back. love to do that. We're going to get back to that. But I like Al. We're gonna, what, kind of, like, what kind of advice did you give maybe in the corner? I would tell Al, Al you got to go oh, out wait, there. Wait, you got to land some punches. Now you're, now you're in the corner? Yeah, yeah I'm saying it. I well, like Al. Listen. He's a great guy. Can we play fucking fantasy? Al, you got to land some punches. I'd clap. All right, listen. I'm not playing that game. This is what I want to talk about. I'm in fight mode. Oh, yeah, sure. This is going to be great, man. Give me Brad Katona's record. I, I want the world to know. He's undefeated. I'm going to look it up. I think he's 8-0. Oh, so, oh, oh really? Double check. Yes. Cool. I want to, you know, look at look at Marab in that fucking picture. Marab, first of all, he is a machine. Yeah. There's no more. I mean, just like Funk Man, our guys have fitting nicknames. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Raging Al. <laughs> See what that guy could do to a hotel room? Yep. Fucking, I'm like, <laughs> already like, fucking laid out people. But that, that, that is, a, is a dual nickname. But fucking Raging Al. Uh, fucking Marab is a fucking machine. Funk Mass is funky as fuck. Go ahead. What are you saying? Is that, is that Marab's official nickname, the machine? Or does he not have one? Because, I mean, he's I like, believe. I, well, I, we call him that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he is a fucking machine. Sure. You How's know? Brad Katona? Is, is he known for cardio? Yeah, I mean, he's just like a really well-rounded guy, a, a grappler, a good wrestler, you know. But he's he's well-rounded. I mean, he and yes, he has he has cardio for sure. I mean, it's you. Get, I don't think I mean, Marab. Yeah, I was gonna say who has more cardio than Marab? Like like you said, Marab, his record does not speak of how many has he lost. I, I can think I, of two well, where he two. got screwed. That's the ones. That's yeah. the ones he lost. But those are ones that he easily I feel should have won. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but you know that's all in the past. Yep. I mean, he but he is. He's uh he's something, and you give him the, the toughest guy there is, and he's a guy that gets excited for that. He's not a guy that's like, oh man, let me build my record, let me get another. He right. doesn't. What I'm what I'm telling you, he gets. You just see it. He just smiles. He gets happy. He loves it. He fucking loves it. And Rage and Al's just they do they do everything right. They get they know they're getting ready for a battle. So it's not like I right, maybe let, let's just concentrate on this little thing because this could be. No, they know they're going to be in a battle. Every, they're prepared for a battle everywhere. Right. So it's so fucking exciting. And I know these guys are going to, they go in the fight. You know what I mean? There's, there's, 
you can never be sure of an outcome, but you can be sure of what you got going into it. Th- that's a testament to you and, and Ray and your whole team, though, because every I feel like your whole roster is that way. Yeah, like your, but it's your guys also, are, it's, 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 also, it's them. They're the ones in there. I understand. A hundred percent, but you're, you know, you're a well-rounded group. It's not like you guys are just one thing or the other. It's like you know that the fight could go anywhere, and you guys are always prepared for that. We don't yeah. hang out no bitches, man. Listen, yeah. if fucking my little bird, Jimmy, goes, I want to fight and be in the fight team. I go, Jimmy, I love you, man, but fuck no. <laughs> You know what? I would nuts. have. I yes, I do. I would have some amazing advice. I would motivate the guys. No, I'm talking about fighting for us. Yeah, no, I don't want to fight for anybody. I would rather just joke my way out of the cage. Sure. Look, look what we're gonna have on the break. Hey, can I say this oh, by right. the way? Some pretty big news. Oh, okay. Well, oh my god. god. How do we? Oh, no, 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 all right. You just let the, no. the, the audience doesn't know what I was. No, shaking. your quinoa puffs are definitely more important in my world right now all than right. what Chris. But I know Chris is good. Ahead, Are you going to uh, mention Brock retiring? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You, you get it. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> is there anything worse than when someone cock blocks? That was news? rough. Is that, was that what you just I did? I was joking. <laughs> is he retiring? He is. Dana said to ESPN <laughs> that Brock told him he's done, that he's retired. And now this is not official by the UFC, but this is reported by Dana and ESPN that DC and Stipe have I, verbally committed to fighting each I, other. All right. Let's address one at a time. Yeah. I mean, just... I can't wait about the second one. I'm so excited. But about Brock retiring, yes, he's a big, huge draw. Did he get popped for steroids? Yeah, I believe he did. But was it legit? He got. I don't know. Against, got, against Mark Hunt, what was it? That was a legit. That wasn't like a supplement or anything. That was a, a legit suspension. I'm yeah. happy he's gone. And he should have never been able to fight again anyway. How about that? For the people out there saying, oh, you pick on TJ. Why don't you say the John Jones did? No, listen, the guy's not cold busted. I mean, you know, that's a debate. Yeah. That's a debate. Sure. This is not. If, if Brock got popped, that's right. why I remember when Mark Hunt's like, I don't blame Mark, Mark Hunt. Hunt. He was Mark furious. Hunt, I don't blame him for being as upset as he was, you know? As another tough, chubby guy, I am <laughs> with you, Mark Hunt. I am with you. Yep. You know? You know, I don't like that shit with Brock Lesnar, man. I'm glad he's not fucking coming back. I'll be honest. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. I would much rather see uh, Stipe and DC, just because I like Stipe so much. But hold on. Uh, Jimmy, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I don't mean to cut you off, because I'm getting annoyed. Brock Lesnar's a beast. Yeah. A beast. He could hurt. You don't think he could hurt somebody without steroids? Absolutely. You know what he could do to somebody? He could end somebody's life. How dare him? And how dare everybody not make a big deal about it? Yeah. Okay, let's move on. I just want to. I agree that. with you. I'm, I'm I very know. happy. Am I, why do we pick and choose on uh, on who should be fucking have that let, scarlet letter on him? Yeah. Hey, I, I I was never caring if he came back or not. I mean, look, I watch him when he fights. Sure, it's always uh, he's such a big dude, and he does he did beat people again for whatever reason. But you you would I would watch him, but I would much much rather see DC. Fight uh, uh, Stipe or JDS They're or both fucking not Curtis cheaters, Blades or well, Ngannou, anybody. Well, well, first of all, I'm happy as heck. That's, Ooh, language. Well, sometimes I got to go there. <laughs> that that Stipe is back, man. I miss Stipe. And it proves he was smart to wait, too, because they might have said, look, Brock might not clear or Brock might in your neck. And so yeah. I'm happy for Stipe, too. I mean, and... Just to make him make me like him more, he did like a gi match the other day for charity. Yeah, <laughs> how'd he so, do? I, he might. He didn't get. He didn't like get beat up or anything. He just lost on like a decision or oh, something. Okay. That's like a judge's decision. But sure. it wasn't. You know, the guy's nobody's gonna do nothing to him. He's. But that's that dude. Look at that. He puts a gi on. Does that for sure? You know, he's gonna be. He'd be a lot tougher with the gi off. I'm sure. What, but what belt is he in jujitsu? I'm not sure, but he's an awesome human being, just like the champ is, just and a like fireman. DC and a fireman. 
No, he's a hero. He's a man's man. You know? no, yeah, I, I was going to say, and credit, and you're right, credit to DC because he said all along, if Brock's not there, it is Steve yep. Bay that'll fight, and well, he wasted no time. You and know immediately. And, I, and yeah. not to be, not to you know, contradict myself because in the past I was happy about the DC and Brock fight. I even, I forgot about the whole steroid thing, but uh, <laughs> I, re- I did. I, yeah. I'm like, wait, didn't he do that steroids? And I forget until somebody brings it up. But uh, I was kind of just, you know what overshadowed that was yes. more of the fact that I was kind of happy for DC because yeah. I wanted him to get a payday and I know he, I know he yes. beat up Brock Lesnar. You know, Brock's kind of like a bully. Like, if he doesn't get beat up the guy, he's yeah. fucking... It's not Brock's dangerous out. on the ground, though. No, look, Brock, well, first Very of all... Very dangerous on the wait, ground. Wait, wait, listen. Me saying the guy's a cheater and everything, he's not saying the guy's not dangerous. Yeah. The guy's an absolute beast. Right. His hand's the size of Pete Drago Cell's head. I mean, that's big. Yeah. Oh, it's big. He's got a big head. Yeah. But, if uh, he said a small guy, it wouldn't be very effective. No, if I said his hand's the, the size of Jimmy's little bird head... He'd be like, oh, come on, there's adorable Jimmy. little hands. I do have a little bird head. Bird. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. That's a compliment. But- <laughs> Birds are marvelous creatures. <laughs> Listen, but uh, so no, he's all, but he's so dangerous, and then you have to cheat. Ah, yeah. You so, know, you're not hitting somebody with a fucking folding chair doing some bullshit. I mean, this is real, man. You're you're putting your elbow into somebody's face, and you're gonna make yourself. You're already. Like a a giant of it, like probably have giant's blood in you from fucking yeah. Game of Thrones. Yes. Why would you do something to make you stronger to cave somebody's fucking face in? Now the, I don't know. The it's opening, so wrong. I agree with you. The opening fight of this card. Now do we have a wow. Cub Swanson fighting Shane Burgos? Give me Shane uh, Burgos. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. No, he's you want his record? You? Shane Burgos. Burgos. Yeah. Yeah. Could you give us his record, please, Shane Burgos? Yeah, I'm double checking. I think, fight, he's, I think he's he 11, lost one. I think he's 11 and one. Shane Burgos. Yeah, he got knocked out by Calvin Cater. Um, oh, God, tough. Very tough, and that. Sorry, but that's it. Otherwise, he's, don't be sorry. Uh, hold on, guys. You enjoy a I puff. <laughs> Give daddy a puff. Daddy's gonna have a puff. That's all I want. Oh my God! So sad to watch. <laughs> You're good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Go ahead. Back to business. Shane Burgos is eleven and one. Only lost to Calvin Cater. Otherwise, he is five and one in the UFC. He's been around. Cub, and Cub's on a three-fight losing streak. But I always think a guy like Cub is so... I mean, always dangerous. But when you catch a guy as good as he is, who's yeah. had as many fights as Cub, who's a veteran, 35 fights, that's a fucking dangerous guy. No, like, I think Ross Pearson lost four straight. It can't happen. Hold no. on now, guys. I want to hear... <laughs> I want to hear about Shane Burgess's record and his last fight. No. I, you know, no, 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 I just no. said it. No? He you can cut it up if you want. All right. He's 11 and First one. First of all, fucking don't tell me no, asshole. <laughs> You're the fucking producer. All if right. I want to fucking hear I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but, but you know what happened, though? Oh. I went somewhere in my head. I know, you went with your, your, head. your puffs. Where'd you go? I, I went into like a, like I was running through a field of fluffy cheese puffs, and yes. I was eating them when I was running like this in my head. That's how good those puffs were, Jimmy. And then when I came back, I heard him going in and burgers, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and he sounded like a like a Charlie Brown cartoon. I'm just a teacher, yes. All right, let's get back to it now, guys. Shane Burgos, 11 and 1. No, he oh, did lose. Who did he lose to? Uh, well, Calvin Cater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was saying that, you know, again, 12 fights. He's- <laughs> We're going to cut this up so that never happens. Yeah, the last yeah. five, the oh, last I don't know three about minutes. That. No, no. Oh, it's last coming through. Because I just said how <laughs> tough Calvin Cater is. Then we said who we lost to, and, and, we, I, and we keep I referencing and we keep referencing these Cheetos. We have to leave the whole thing unedited, <laughs> Stop, I think. Yeah, well, and then when you were off, basically, All Matt right. was in a fucking a, a Cheeto daze. I was in a and then Cheeto came back. You see what happened? And Chris, uh, <laughs> and, and Chris was like, "I just said that," and, and Matt's like, <laughs> and then I, I, go, "I go, can you say it again?" He goes, yeah. "No, 
Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to see if you would be able to. Like, I know you heard it, but you were just more. It was there. It went in. Yeah. yeah. It looks like uh, Walt Harris is fighting somebody mysterious. Yes, yes. he is fighting uh, 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 Sergey Spiv- uh, Spivak. Okay. Yep. Why did I say that, Jimmy? Why did you say what? That he's mysterious. Well, these are new because guys. there's no picture of him. And Why, that's also... what I'm saying. I can't see him. It's like he's fighting like somebody in the shadow. Andrew Sanchez against Mark Andre Barrio. I mean, uh, I, I don't know who wins that fight. I don't no. know. No, I don't know. How long ago was Who's that Calvin Cater fight? That was his last fight. No, his last fight was a armbar submission over Kurt Hullabaugh in November third. Before uh, the loss to Calvin Cater was January twentieth, twenty eighteen. So. Let, let, oh, so I'm sorry. I apologize. No, go ahead. Let's see, Mark Andre uh, Barrio. Let's let's start going over these. Uh, I don't know why am I f- pushing for picks when the last week was such a disaster. And how old is that yeah, kid, though? Right. It was a disaster. It was a fucking bloodbath. Not really. I sucked too. Who but, can? But um, uh, Shane. What, what? Shane's uh, twenty-eight. Oh, so you're still on, on that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to know because when, when is Cub calling? Uh, four minutes. Oh, four all minutes. right. We'll give him a call. Well, you know. but we could start doing. Let's start the picks with uh, Sanchez. This is a middleweight fight against. Mark Andre Barrio. Now I'm going to guess that Mark Andre Barrio is from Canada. He is. He's Canadian. A lot ah. of the guys that are making their debut, of course, are, are Canadian. Canadian. Fans. Canada has these weird rules. You have to use X amount of Canadians and blah blah blah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's why. I mean, not even in the fights, in the movies. You no, know, we do oh. Canadian TV because they don't want to just like when you're above the United States where Hollywood is. You probably don't want all of your actors and all of your talent and your performers and your musicians just run the fuck over. Is yeah. Reefer Eagle out there? Yes, it is. I think 100%. you can even bring it on planes. No. <laughs> but much doesn't matter. You don't do it. No, listen to me. I got arthritis, man. If I feel old when I say I got arthritis in my knees, well, you from fighting. I, know, I would have I, it in my knees for called, different reasons. Called, At least from you, it's from it's fighting. Called, it's called wear and Jimmy. What? It's a little wear and tear on my knees. Yeah, from fighting and from. But uh, it's weird, man, because it's not like all right. Like when is it going to get better? It's not. It get no, it's not. <laughs> Jimmy, I. So that's it? I'm going to be walking around like Kaiser Take Soze? Vacation. Take what? vacation. Take a vacation. Yeah, you walk around like Kaiser Soze. As long as you don't act like I'm in your personal life. I got it. Do you think, <laughs> hold on, does anybody, did anybody ever hear do acupuncture? I have. Do you think it'll bring blood to my knees or some shit? It, it, it <laughs> might, you know, I did it for, uh, I wanted my erections to be firmer. It's true. Years ago, I tried it. So wait, you did, you did that shit? You put the... Wait, hold on. No, because it goes in different areas. Oh, oh. No, 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 not your penis. It goes in oh. different areas. Where? Did I have one in my penis? I don't think I... I might have. The fucking quote of the day right there. No, you they, lived a really interesting life, and you're like, I don't know if I had a needle in my penis. No, they put them everywhere. They put them in between your toes, put no, them on the bridge of your nose. That. Fuck that. But what Under about my, my fingernail, like right, my... right there. Ah, stop it, Jimmy. No, 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 on, on ah, top of the nail. Stop, stop it, Jimmy. <laughs> Asshole. It doesn't hurt Listen that much, though. It's like a little pinch. Where can I do that? Where can I see that video that you sent me that I sent you yesterday? I'll show it to you off here. I don't want to tell people what it is. I'll oh. tell them next week. Oh, ooh, I'm not, oh. Matt sent me a video. It's not, I don't want to say what he was doing. That's weird. People can be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, let them think. Let them they'll tune think. in. They'll download the next one. Oh yeah. To hear yeah. what we've been doing in our private lives. Now, what is Mark Andre Barrios' <sighs> record? What's Sanchez's record? Let's figure these. Uh, figure this first fight out. The opening fight of the main card. Uh, this Saturday night from Ottawa. Yep, this is on ESPN Plus at 8 p.m. Eastern. Let's do this pick, and then we'll call Cub. Yes. Mark Andre Barrio is 11 and one. This is his UFC debut, yep. uh, and he's won you know eight nine yeah eight fights in a row here. Okay. Uh, he won his last fight, first round knockout over Adam Hunter. 
And okay, now how about uh, Andrew Sanchez? Andrew Sanchez is 10 and 4. He's coming off a unanimous decision win over Marcus Perez in his last fight. That was uh, August 2018. Who did he fight before that? He got knocked out by Ryan Janes in the third round. That was the Ultimate Fighter finale. Okay. So basically, he's kind of he's a little newer as well. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's got, definitely got more, you know, experience in the UFC. He was on the Ultimate Fighter, so, and he got knocked out by Anthony Smith. Actually, that's his other. Uh, his other oh, okay. So. Well, that's a very tough one to call. I'm not as familiar with either guy. Um, you know, Andre Barrio coming in eleven and one. Is it eleven and one? I'm sorry. Yeah, eleven and one. Yeah. You know, same record as, as Shane Burgos. But your first UFC fight, does he have the jitters? He's the opening fight on the card in his hometown, or Ooh. does that propel him? Um. Second round stoppage, Mark and Andre. Holla. Wow. Sometimes I sometimes I do. They, they, the crowd could motivate you, man. And the guy's got that, that streak underneath him. And I think he's going to fucking... Uh, how many knockouts does he have in his uh, thing there? How many stoppages? Uh, it doesn't say in all in a row, but let's say one, two, three. I mean, he's got maybe five, six. I'm just like looking at it Good enough. quick. Yep. <laughs> Good enough. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm also going to take Mark uh, Andre Barrio because this is his first fight. The you're going to say decision. I know you. I'm going to say decision all right. just because I don't want to pick the same thing you picked. Well, sometimes, you know... Just like when I went with first those, round uh, knockout, Mark Andre Barrio. Just like I went Matt's with those not gonna bully me. Coconut <laughs> hate coconut chocolate they were balls. Goddamn good. Well, I mean, I took a risk. You did, and I'm not taking a risk here, but I'm I'm going out there. You know why? I don't want to see a decision. No. I want to see a stoppage. Well, yeah, I agree. Not that I want to see anybody hurt. I just but you want to see a stoppage. Yeah, it's, everyone likes fucking. The knockout is like Brunson everyone said, likes fucking. Yes, that's also true. But I mean, I, I the the knockout is. And I didn't ask Derek this, but Matt, you've done it. The feeling, like, is there any more powerful feeling than when you hit another man and they're unconscious? Like, there's probably not much more of a feeling of domination you can have than putting a guy on the canvas. Yeah, it can get addicting because you, you, when you, especially when you do it more than once, you know. Yeah, and then you know you got power. Like, like you get like, yo, I, I just have to, if I just lean that one shot. Yeah, that guy can get really get hurt. I don't have to tire myself out. You know, and, you but know. the problem is when you're just looking for that one shot. So yeah. when you just let shit fly and it lands. Like sometimes you really just remember how it feels when it connects, because yeah. it doesn't feel like stiff. Right. Like I don't. Some of those punches I don't even remember hitting George Wade. I was just throwing. Like I, I remember throwing, but it's not like they were stiff. It's almost like you clinch your fist at the last second. Like you know what I mean? It's more relaxed. like a looser. Oh, well, it's loose in the, the last second. Ah. And and you're just throwing your shoulders and your hips. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I don't know how to do that. We were watching Tyson punch recently. You see that video on the oh, Mike's, that's a, Mike's that's a different level than ever. No, no, no. But did you see the video of him in the bar at age 51? Oh yeah, showing some fights. Boom, boom, like, like just showing those how fast he is. Well, I mean, that, that was his that you, was his schooling from a child. But like, using you know, your legs in a punch. Oh yeah. Jerry Cooney tried to show me how to throw a punch. Jerry Cooney could knock out a fucking building. Like he, you know, yeah. he had a tremendous left, and he was showing me. How to throw a punch and how to put your body. Hundred percent. I just can't do it. For me, it's like no, an, an arm it's, punch. Arm punch is horrible. It's hip. Yeah. It's just basically, it's you're not ever extending. You know what I mean. Your head's not going over your knee. You know what I mean. It's all hips and shoulders where you're turning. You know. Can you, so uh, that's what I like. Yeah, I, I wish I was a. I wish I knew how to throw like a legit punch, but I don't. What, what the hell were you just talking about? Uh, Mark Andre Barrio, yes! Andrew Sanchez, and then we got Walt Harris against Sergey Spivak. Or Spivak, I don't know how to say his last what name. Yeah, I think doing? it's Spivak. I'm just getting a cub on the phone right now, by the way. And I'm going to take Andrew Sanchez by decision. Okay, yeah, you do that. Um, do that copycat. Yeah, no, he's not. He's going against both of us. I got first round, you got second round, he's got decision. So, you know, you say cub. Cub's on a three. Five. I believe we have Cub Swanson on the telephone. Let's see. Hey, do we have Cub? Yes. 
Hey, buddy, you're talking to Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton. How you doing? What's up, Cub? How's it going, guys? Oh, man. We're doing okay. Uh, we were saying before the fight, too. I mean, you know you're fighting. Uh, you know, Shane Burgos is really tough. He's only got one loss. But, you, you know, a guy like yourself who, who's a veteran and, and has seen every – there's nothing the guy's going to throw at you that you haven't seen before. Um, so how, how are you mentally doing right now? You've had a, a couple losses in a row. And how is your mentality and how is it affecting you? Um. Which part? The, the losses? Yes. Like, does it start to play on you when you start to doubt yourself? Or how, how do you handle that? Uh, you just have to make sure you're, you're looking at each fight individually, first of all. Because um, it's not like, it's not like a, a mentality thing, you know. It's like I'm facing the top guys, um, right. you know, and, and I didn't get the wins in the last three. So that's about as much of a streak as it is. Um but I, I changed some things going into this camp that I wanted to change in the last fight. And, you know, that, that was most of the preparation, trying to be a little bit faster than uh, working more than power. And then uh, uh, I did try to focus on having some time to myself since I have little kids running around now. <laughs> so I, I spent half the time um, at my house in Indio and half the time in Orange County. And you were and you were training, I guess, alongside TJ. And when something like that happens, how, how does it affect the team or the gym in, in general? When 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 such a high profile guy, uh, you know, is out for two years, what, what's the mentality of 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 the uh, of the gym or of you guys? You know, do you talk about I it? Mean, do you sit down? Was pretty pretty shocked. Um, I think people are trying to portray the the fact that. In, it was something we were all in on, and and it wasn't. Uh, everybody was very surprised, um, and then we just kind of moved on from it. Uh, TJ, uh, you know, he he takes off for a long time in between uh, his fights. Um, you know, when he was the champ, they had him doing all kinds of stuff, and then go on vacation and all that. So uh, it's not like he was around a, a lot at that time. And then um, I had been training a little bit. Um, more on my own and and doing smaller sessions to, to really get the most out of it. So um, other than the initial shock of it, it, it didn't really play too much a role into into my camp or with the rest of the team. And I'm, I'm looking over your fights. I mean, you literally have fought everyone. The, the absolute best, you fought all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I got to fight these new up-and-comers, you know, and you know, people don't really want to see the rematches and stuff like that. So um, if it's not a top guy, then then let's see what these young guys are made of. Right. And the young guys coming up, like in the light heavyweight division, Johnny Walker is a guy that even higher ranked guys will fight because he's yeah. an exciting young fighter. And who, uh, Zabit uh, Magomedsharipov, a lot of guys will fight him because he's just such an exciting fighter. And, uh, you know, that, that's kind of how it is with Burgos. Even though he, you're, you're higher than him, it's still an exciting fight to watch. And this, it's not a disadvantage for you to fight him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw him, and there's a couple other guys that right when they came on scene, I was like, damn, okay, this, this, I like this kid's heart. You know, he's got some skills. Uh, um, hopefully I'll, I'll fight him down the road. And, you know, here we are. Well, doesn't it excite you? I mean, listen, prior to this... Um you know, a couple of tough fights we've had. I mean, again, with Frank Yeager, Brian Ortega, all, again, the top of the top. I mean, you were on a four-fight winning streak before we hit a little bit of a slid. 
And like I was just talking earlier with Derek Brunson, every every fight is is a new chance of just putting yourself right back in the mix. This by you fighting this young kid who only has one loss, like Jimmy likes to say, you know, you'll take all his smoke, man. You're right back in the mix, Cub. <laughs> right? Does it does it does it gas you up? Like the fact that you're fighting a kid with some smoke. Of course. I mean, I think you you look at. Um um, Anthony uh, Anthony Pettis. Yes, I mean, yes. People were writing him off for for a while now, you know, and and that last win just Huge. put him on the map, you know. Uh, and like, whoa, okay, multi divisions, you know, he can do whatever he wants. So I'm looking for that. I'm looking to 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 go just have a great performance, and and that's kind of what I have to narrow it down to. I'm not thinking about title fights or sure. thinking about who's next. I I have. I have this fight in front of me, and I have to go out there and do work, and that's that's all that's on my mind. And, and everybody loves Frankie Edgar. I mean, I, I don't think there's a fighter we've ever talked to who doesn't respect him. He's kind of uh, lobbying to be the next one to fight uh, Max. What do you think? I, I would love to see him get that shot, especially after Max was unable, and then he fought Ortega and kind of, you know, it took a huge shot, and then Ortega got the shot after that. So how do you feel about that, Frankie getting that next shot at uh, Max Holloway? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people thought that that was going to be a tough fight for uh, Max. You know, Frankie Style, maybe that's the kind of guy that, that can beat him. Um, a guy that can, you know, close the gap, take him down, beat him up on the ground. So, um, you know, nobody's really taken Max down in a very long time. So I think that uh, I, I think that, that is a good fight to make. Uh, I think there are some other guys that are the Volkanovski um uh, who else is there? Um, trying to think of the guy's name. There, there's some top guys coming up that you know have a shot. But if we had to say right now, I'd have to say Frankie. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, Yair is fun to watch. Uh, everybody likes watching him. I mean, he's, I don't think he's uh, getting a title shot anytime soon. Josh Emmett, Jeremy Steven, There's so many good fighters. You know, in that top uh, top twelve. Mm-hmm. Does it affect you too? And, and Matt mentioned Derek Brunson. We asked Brunson this as well because you've been around for so long. All these fighters, these young guys coming up, all watched you. Like you're the guy that probably inspired half of them to fight, and they they have probably in a way had their eye on fighting you. Does that make it a little harder for you when you know that they've been watching your style for 35 fights and they have been planning for the day they get to fight you? Whereas with you, you're like, all right, now I have to fight this guy. So let me look up and, and study some of his tape. Uh, no, I think it's more of an advantage for me because I mean, at the end of the day, once once they close the you know the octagon door, it's just me and that person, and they could have thought of it, thought about it in their head a million times. But once you're across from them and they, you know, they got to have that you know oh shit moment, you know, and uh, I don't think I'm somebody that they get excited about fighting. It's there's somebody right. that wants that that door gets locked, they're going to be like, all right, I hope I trained hard for this, you know? So that's pressure on them. Did you think you would be fighting almost 15 years later when you first started? Did you think that your career would go this long? No, I honestly didn't. Um, It's it's been kind of a trip to think that I turned pro at 20, and this is all I've known for 15 years. So, Um, But it's, it's something that I truly enjoy. Uh, I truly love being in the gym training, uh, especially now that I have kids. Uh, it gives me a, a lot of time to, to 
to be at home, just kind of lounge around with them, and then go, okay, Daddy's got to go to the gym um, mm-hmm. and, and put in the work. So it, it's a job that, that I love and that I, I'm willing to fight for. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Did you have a job before this? Because there, there are guys that's like their only professional job. Or did you have a job when you were 17, 18? Yeah, uh, I only had one job pretty much um, before I was fighting, and it was uh, I worked before I could do this full time. Uh, I was working for United Cerebral Palsy, and I was working with kids uh, with disabilities in an after school program. What made you do that? Was that just the job, or was it, was there somebody close to you that you that kind of inspired you to do that? My youngest sister has Down syndrome, and so I grew up. Uh, being around her and just, um, you know, she's like always in a good mood. Um, she just, you know, kind of puts a smile on your face. No. So uh, just being around her led me to being around the, the company United Cerebral Palsy. And so it led me to, to doing that job and me having a lot of patience. Um, so that that was a, a, a fun experience I did for about four uh, four years. Yeah, it does require a lot of patience, though. It's, it seems like a, a difficult, uh, definitely a difficult job, which at times can be very tough. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're dealing. With, you have to understand that you're dealing with people that um, they just don't understand, and and you have to be very patient and 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 you know, kind of tell them the same thing every day and try to like build that structure. So uh, it definitely taught me some lessons in, into the fight game. And uh, I, I really appreciate my time there. Yeah. The frustration is probably too, when you're telling something, somebody Tuesday and then you tell them Wednesday, it's like you have to realize you're talking to somebody who's not grasping it the way you are, as opposed to I told you yesterday, you know, and I guess that's where the patient comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the, the toughest kids to deal with probably were with kids with autism, you know, and they, they look like a like a typical kid, and they're just you know their their brain just a little bit different. But it was pretty cool to see the way that their brain is is more developed in another area. Maybe like this little kid used to every day he would you know throw four puzzles on the on the floor, and he would do all four puzzles at the same time just out of memory. And uh, they weren't like super hard puzzles, but he could just do that and and. But then having a simple conversation was extremely difficult. So it was interesting to see how, you know, one part of the brain will be underdeveloped and the other part of the brain will be overdeveloped. Yeah, a lot of uh, people with autism, they, 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 they like their prodigies in other areas. And then you look at other people. Like you like Bobby Fischer, one of the greatest chess players in history, and you see the way he acted. You're like, I wonder, because it wasn't as talked about back then, if, if, if maybe that he had a little bit of that and it made him a chess genius, but very, very difficult in other situations. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I strongly believe that. I, I I have noticed people in my everyday life that I I can see that their their people skills are very off, and people just kind of see them as strange people. But then they're brilliant in another area, and you kind of have to understand. Okay, well, maybe they're just you know they're underdeveloped in this area that most people it comes natural to them, but this other part of their brain is just so overdeveloped. They're on another level. So you have to be able to look at it and say, okay, I see, I see the balance there. Well, Cub, it's always, uh, always good talking to you, and uh, we really appreciate you calling in. And uh, you're fighting Shane Burgos on the main card. It's the uh, UFC on ESPN Plus, Cowboy Iaquinta. Great, great 
uh, card to be on, too. Sure. There's a couple of amazing fights, including yours. You're fighting an up-and-coming, really tough fighter. So good luck, man. We always enjoy talking to you. Yeah, Cub. All the best. You. Thank you. And may the fourth be with us. All right. Oh, fuck yeah. You bring up the Star Wars now. Take care, buddy. Oh, the fourth. <laughs> I love it. It's only May the 1st, but by the time this comes out, it's May the 2nd, so we're <laughs> two days go. off. All right, see you, buddy. I love it. All right. See you. Later, Take care. buddy. I wonder if he's a Star Wars fan. I would have that, that would have brought us right back into it. Maybe over. I'm always interested. Can't throw that shit at us now with the fourth. I I always like the Mandalorian. The fight, coming no, out in November. I like the fighters. I, I'm always interested in the other stuff in their life too. It's always like yeah. so many guys. You wouldn't think that a guy who's you know for 35 MMA fights, the job he had before was working with people with uh, disability. You know, you just. Right. It's fun. Like they got the Rain Man stuff sometimes going on. Well, that's what. Yeah, Rain Man was like. Part of I the would have field trips to like Mohegan Sun just to see if those kids could win at the Black Act. The sure. Black Act. Yeah. Anyway, I fucked up. But my there joke are people that I can started. do that. I know. They just count like that. And yeah. I'm not yeah. good at any of that stuff. I'm not good at anything, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> always porn. I'm, I was okay a, I'm a porn prodigy. <laughs> I know how to watch it. He can watch ten yeah. different films at the same time. Does it make you a better lover? Does no, it? No, it doesn't. A more deviant one? No, because my penis panics when other people are in the room. It's like, hey, I'm used to just being us in the screen. What are you doing? Who's that? (laughs) That is funny. Oh, I I completely panic. I suck, Matt. Yeah. So let's go back to our picks now. Okay. We picked uh, the second fight up, of course, Walt Harris against Sergey Spivak. Is that correct? I think it's Sergey Spivak, but yeah. What's his record? He's 9-0. He's also making his UFC debut. How has he won? His last fight was a neck crank in the first round. He beat Tony Lopez. Fight before that? Uh, oh, Tony Lopez! He knocked uh, his opponent out before that, and then a rear naked choke before that. Okay. How many fights out. in the UFC? This is his debut. first. Oh, Walt Harris. Uh, I'm pulling it's it up. I know he lost. I remember he lost uh, very quickly to Verdum. Yeah, but Verdum is... He did. Yeah, no, he I, got submitted. That, yeah. and that was like he stepped in, I think, yeah, Last minute, he absolutely yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> so we'll start from there. So he got submitted by Verdum. Yes. He... Landed an illegal head kick to Mark Godbeer at UFC 217. Right. He was winning that fight, though. And, yep. Okay. And then he knocked out Daniel Spitz. And he did win a split decision over Andre Arlovsky, but it was overturned after he tested positive for something that he ended up getting suspended four months for. It was a it was a tainted supplement thing. Okay. But a third was, round yeah. stoppage. Walt Harris, TK on the fleet. He's going to take him down and ground and pound him. Harris in the third, you said? What? Third Harris. round? Yes. Okay. Sergey Spivak. Second round submission, because I think he's a submission guy. Oh, that's why I was asking. Second round, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Second round submission. Um, I'm going to take Walt Harris second round knockout. Okay. Think I think that UFC jitters debut fight. It's always it's real. That's why I went with Andrew Sanchez too. Yeah. What Um, is uh, Brad Katona's record? I know Marab. You said has lost two. I think right. Marab's eight and four overall, but he's got two losses in the UFC. Cool. Could you know, easily close losses. Yep. I'm gonna give my. I'm, obviously, I'm going with Marab. I'll tell you how afterwards. Definitely. Um, and Brad Gatone is eight and zero. All right, Matt. You're not gonna like this. Uh-oh. I'm gonna take a Marab by decision. About to fucking strangle you. No, I really am. Love Marab, man. What a fucking warrior. Are you going with Marab? So pr- <laughs> be awkward if I went against him. No, yeah. Of course I am. I'll tell yeah. you how afterwards. Yes, I'll write it down. I'm also going to go with Marab by decision. I think, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's uh, Katona is an extremely tough guy. Obviously, he's never lost, but yeah. I think uh, I think Marab's going to. What's the matter? The last thing you want to do. <laughs> the last thing you want. They could all fight a guy who's got knockout power, but the last thing you want to fight a guy is who's known for his cardio. Oh, yeah. That just seems like a nightmare. 
dude. I jumped on the guy for three minutes the other day. I'm yeah. still having nightmares. Fucking morale. Well, it's like in between rounds before the fight. He just never stops moving the whole time. He's, he's great. He's, <laughs> why are you? Is something wrong with me? No, 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 no. What is going on? I've what? been taking probiotics. Are you farting? Little one snuck out. What? Stop it because my head's leaning that way, Jimmy. Do you yeah. smell it already? Matt, I, it's, it's bounced off the wall and come back and hit me in the mouth. Fuck, Jimmy, fuck, man. <laughs> you no, haven't gotten it, so I, I didn't want, want to say it. I wanted to eat my quinoa puffs after you this. You should have them now. They smell no, the same. fuck that. The aged cheddar. All right, guys, go ahead. So let's go. What's up? I, you know what? I believe in Swanson. Do a, do a, do a, do a, hey, I think he's going to win this fight. I believe in Swanson. Do a, do a. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying it. You, you want me to sing some more? Not in uh, a moment. I, Let me do my pick first. I be, what? Hold on. You're going to pick Swanson. I believe in Swanson. Yep. Do a, do a, do a, do a, I believe he's going to win this how? fight. What? How? You know, this is how. I know, I know you're looking at Shane Burgess and being like, yo, this guy's dangerous, man. Mm. But, you know, let me bring up a little Calvin Cater. Cutter. Cater, yep. Let's call the whole thing off. Listen, I'm going with Cub Swanson by submission. Yep. That's what I'm going to go by. I know it what sounds... What round? Can I lead up to it? Sorry, Matt. You're right. I stand correct. I apologize. No, Jimmy. I can't stay mad at you. No, no, no. But I apologize. Give me a high five. That's why I didn't so everybody hears it. No, Jimmy, that was the worst. I lost my ass. One more time, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, right, that was a fun one. Spanking dad. Uh, I'm going to say Cub Swanson. Dude, he's got to make a statement. I think he's training hard, man. He's got miles to feed, man. Mm-hmm. Um, submission, second round. Okay. You know, I don't want to be a copycatter, but I also have to go with the second round submission. You're going to say Cub in the second Cub round. Cub in the second round. Yeah, Shane's very dangerous, but I think Cub, having lost three straight... A guy like that is just a veteran like that is dangerous. Uh, I agree. I'm a big fan of Cub. I think this is a pretty big step up in competition for Shane Burgos. I'm going to take Cub by third round stoppage. Now, what is uh, Elias Theodoro's record? Elias Theodoro is 16 and two, um, and I think he's won three in a row. I got to double check. See, now this one, I like Derek Brown. I like, see, first of all, like has nothing to do with it. No, nothing to do with it. But I like Derek Bronson a lot. If I like uh, somebody, Elias. I shouldn't pick him because I suck. A lot. I'm, I'm not great at picks either. But Elias Theodoro, I actually have some history with. The guy's been at my school before. Sure. You know, he's trained over at Weidman's. Oh, my nerds. <laughs> Fucking pussy. Um, so it's like, you know, I, I kind of sometimes, if it is a scale like that, I kind of go with my heart a little bit. But even with my head, I feel Elias, it, it is true. He is a, he is an enigma. Look at idiot Jimmy. I'm sorry. He's an enigma. He's hard to figure yeah, out. He is. He is. Yeah, rangy, a lot of movement. You know, he's uh, he's he's good at not getting hit, landing. He mixes in the takedowns well. I'm gonna say Elias by decision. Yep. I'm gonna say Elias Theodoro by a third round stoppage. Well, now you get nutty. Stop it. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not that he's not able. Oh, my um, I liked what I heard from Brunson. I like that he's training at Hard Knocks 365, yeah. Henry Hooft, and all those guys. Hooft! I, st- I still think in the heat of a fight, Brunson tends to get a little wild. You know what I mean? And then I, I think that's going to be the difference in the fight. I think Elias is going to end up winning this by decision. He stays out of the way of getting hit yeah, a lot. Of course. He'll land a little more. I could also see Brunson knocking him out in the first round. Like, Absolutely. You know, Brunson, because of that, yeah. his left is a big fuck. It's That's big the fuck. other way I would do it. I think if, if Brunson wins, it's a first round knockout. But I, I'm going to take Elias by decision. 
Okay. Now, Raging Al. Raging Al. I'll go with Raging Al. Cerrone. This is a good fight. Now, Al obviously is going to look, I, I think, to, to punch and to knock him out. I'm going to take Al by decision. And the reason I think it's going to go to decision is because Cowboy is such a smart fighter. Uh, he's got his legs are great weapons. He's going to know how to keep some distance. And he's also great on the ground. So if he gets hurt, I think that he is going to be very, very uh, uh, a quick to try to either take Al down or, or, or hold him up against the... He's a smart fighter. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know if Al's going to knock him out, but I'm going to say Al by decision. Fair I'll tell enough. you my decision after. Yeah, we'll up. get your pick after. You know? um, I'm, of course, going to take Raging Al. I'm taking Raging Al by fourth round stoppage. I think Cowboy cuts a lot of weight to get down to 155. You know what? I didn't think of the weight cut. I, Al, we've I, talked about it before. That's the wrong guy to be standing in front of if you even get a little bit tired. We always see Al won the fifth round against Kevin Lee. Impressively. You're right, yep. I think Al's going to push the pace. By this time, I think he's going to get a stop in the fourth round. Chris, I forgot about the weight cut. Yep. Um, what is Cowboy doing at this weight? Isn't he almost a little better than 500 at this weight? Um, he's or was the, that when he went up? That was when he went up. I mean, he's got a very good record at, at lightweight. It's not, like a, it's not like it's a foregone conclusion, but I just think that, that if there's any bit of tiredness that's going to happen in the fight, I think Al's going to take full advantage of that. Did you hear so. me crunching? No. No. Okay. Not at all. Oh, is that what you were doing? No. Oh. No. I thought you were breaking someone's arm. <laughs> okay, so I'll take. I'm still going to stick with Al by decision because I forgot. Yeah, a, a Good, Cowboy okay. is used to play. Good. Um, all right, cool, man. That's a. I'm very excited for this weekend's fights. I am nice. too. And uh, no, Matt, I really can't. But thank you. I'll have one. Um, God damn it! I'm gonna. I'm gonna tinkle. Me too. Sure. And then we got. Uh, we got Glover. Oh, I love Glover. Talk about his victory over Matt Sarah. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. We are back. 
And I am, I literally can feel my stomach. I'm on my back and I can still feel it hanging over my belt. Man, I cannot eat anymore. I ate a thousand calories worth of chocolate. I want Joe Rogan to sidekick me in the stomach. Why, Jimmy? Oh my what God, I suck. I suck. I out, man. Oh my <laughs> God, what am I doing? Jimmy, I'm going to Canada. I'm really fattening up. Jimmy, Are you flying Air Canada? That's a great going airline. To Canada. When's your flight? I don't know. Tomorrow. You know? Are oh, you not going tonight? No. Uh, no. No, I'm not. You know, but uh, you know, Glover Longo is. You know, Glover who? Glover Deshera. Deshera. Yeah, I know. He's. A, I'm. I'm a, I'm a friend of his. Yes, you are. I like Glover. Thanos liked our picture, and so did Mark Consuelos. Oh, hey, Glover, how are you? <laughs> so did Mark Consuelos. You know who that is? We holly at Glover. No, no answer, Glover. You know I'll who Mark Consuelos is? Uh, yes, I do. I, I talked to him and Kelly. Oh, there you go. At, at uh, an event one time, they uh, had seen something I didn't like it. So my wife um, uh, is a big fan of Kelly Ripper. Ripper. Yeah, I love Kelly. So I go, too. Oh, I go. The husband, uh, the husband likes me. He likes my stuff uh, sometimes. I say, and I, I, I know the guy. I, I went out to dinner with the guy before, and Mark, his production team. He's yeah, in the they, best shape of any human alive. He's such a nice guy, man. What a nice guy. I yeah, like that. guy. Very nice. They're both very you know? pleasant. They're both like physical fitness fucking animals, Kelly and, like and me, Mark. Like me and you. Yes, except you're a you're a bull and I'm a turtle. I'm a fat belly turtle. A turd. No, I was going to say, Jimmy, do, Jimmy. I'm not a you're turd. So, you're not a turd. No. I mean, but that's how it sounds. I'm you're a like, turtle. You're a bully. I'm a turd. Yeah. You're not a, Jimmy. No. Don't you're friends with Mark Ripper. I'm Fart Ripper. <laughs> I meant to say Ch- Chip Kelly podcast. Ripper. <laughs> Chip starting early today. That bombed. So here's why that ah, sucked. Hold on. Man. I meant to say Kelly Ripper. And I was second. thinking of Mark Consuelos. Right. I said Mark Ripper. I'm Fart yeah, Ripper. Man. And you know what? I don't even know what That's not getting cut out. No. It's got to stay. I really wish it was. It hurts you to say it's not getting cut out. I have to say it. Because if you bombed, I'd want it left in. Let me let me just, in uh, for one second. <laughs> let me just, while you're getting uh, Glover on the phone, take your time. There's really uh, you? no rush at all. Oh, my Are you God. upset with your joke? <laughs> you're what a comedian. Joke? joke? You, what joke did you hear? I didn't hear anything a, that was a joke. You had, you had the, you oh, no. I didn't hear anything that was a joke. You you uh, had a comedy <laughs> oh. special or two. Is like, that what they were? No, well, this no. was a TED talk. <laughs> what a fucking terrible bomb. Uh, well, no one Fart was, ripper. No, no one I've been doing stand-up since 1990, and the part of me thought that would be funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> what a it, fucking it, 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 shit bag. Isn't that amazing? You say funny shit constantly, and then that just comes out sometimes. That comes out, and it's not only is it almost funny, it's, it's so far removed right. from being funny. It's, it's like funny. no one can even see that there was a humor attempt. It's not funny, no. Jimmy. It was terrible. It, it reminds me of a lot of my jokes. Fart Ripper? And I said Mark <laughs> Ripper? Who doesn't exist? I, that's why I looked I mean, at you at weird. least I didn't say Jack. I, I thought maybe I missed it. <laughs> that that would have been better, actually. Jack would have been better, yeah. Kelly Ripper, Mark Consuelos. I put their names together incorrectly. That bombed my joke. Bombed more attention to the joke. I can't not though. It it was. I don't want people hearing that and going like, let them know that I understand understand my sins. Yeah, we got Glover now. Oh, hello, Glover. How are you? Hey, how are you, man? You're talking to Jim Norton and of course your friend, the great Matt Sarah. What's up, Glover? Hey, Matt Sarah. (laughs) Congrats. Let me tell you, buddy. I was so happy for you the other night. What an amazing fight. And uh, I could tell you were on cloud nine after that fight. You were so happy. 
Oh, I was very happy, man. It was, you know, uh, uh, you know, when you work with the strategy and like, kind of like, um, you know what's going to happen, you know, and, and that actually happening is like, yeah. whoa, that, that really like, you know, he was going to come and bring the heat in the first, first round. I knew he was going to get tired and, and slower in the yes. second or third round, you know? Now, listen, Glover, I don't want to make this about, you, you were talking about when you know what's going to happen, that, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you feel confident. I also was confident in my pick in this fight, and I picked you by second round <laughs> submission. I picked you by second round submission, my friend. <laughs> and look at that. <laughs> I told that to Dana, and I'll tell you, it, you know what's great about it, Glover? It was, it was like a movie, because this... Young stud, um, uh, Awani, Iwan, Iwan, Iwan. He wore, and now listen, I don't know if they show, I watched it, you know, I, I had great seats, you know, I was right there with Dana. I don't know if they showed it on, I'm sure they did on the TV. He walked across the cage when Bruce Buffer was announcing his name and he was almost put it off of Jimmy. Watch this, Jimmy. We're playing it now. He was almost nose to nose with you. Look at this, Jimmy. Watch. We're watching it right now. He walks up. He does the next sign, and you said not today. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah not today, oh. my friend. Not today. I just saw that just now. How That's a cool, Game uh, of Thrones thing. How cool that was! How cool was Glover in that clip? Yeah. Did you just see that? Yeah. yeah. Glover, I saw it live. Go ahead. I I didn't even I don't even watch Game of Thrones, man. It's, I, I swear to God, you know I saw this with the kids in the gym. You know I um. I have a, I, you know, man, I have my gym right now, and the, I love the most is to be there. And I don't teach most of the kids, but I'm there with them. You know, they love me when yes. I come down goofing around, you know, yes. play a game, whatever. <laughs> so after the class, they all come and arm wrestle me, you know. They arm wrestle me, and I, and that's what I say to them. I say, not today, not today, <laughs> and I, you know. And I beat them in arm wrestling, and, uh, and, you know, man, it's so funny because all the kids in the next day is like, Paul Glover, I say, you say not today. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Glover, that was a. I literally just, this is the first time I've seen this view of it because i seen, I was behind you. So I saw yeah, him walk up yeah, in your face. Yeah. I didn't see how you handled it. I go, oh, man, Glover's yeah, a lot calmer yeah. than me. I mean, what what uh, poise you were man. able to control yourself. Not only did you control yourself, like a cool mother effer, you're sitting there, not today. Jimmy, that is out of Game yeah. of Thrones type of shit. It's very it's awesome. Well, again, that's somebody who's been in 36 yes. fights. Nothing throws you after a while. There's nothing a guy is going to do to you in the cage that you haven't seen before. Yeah, that you know that counts a lot, man. That counts a lot. Man. Can I? Were you surprised, Glover, that he got so close to you? Like, aren't they supposed to stop a guy from walking right up to you? I think no, the you know the referee like uh, tell us uh, you know the structure before the fight, and the referee like uh, pretty much you say like you know your opponent, uh, you know his style. He will he will cross the cage and uh, and go this to you. I don't want anybody touching or pushing, so respect, you know, the promotion, whatever. And, I, you know, as you walk, I didn't, I, you know, of course I didn't push him, but I, 
I just told them, hey, man, not today, my friend. That was so great. Yeah. And we don't even have, we just, we, I, you see in the, your, your mouth, we have seen you word it. Like, we couldn't even hear it right there. But that was so amazing. But it led yeah. to the drama of the fight. Because not only that, then he hits you with that back fist. And believe me, I know your pain with that shit. I was the, <laughs> I got back fist before in my day. So I seen you take that hit. And that adds to more drama because this is a powerful kid coming after you. So for you to survive it and then to see you start coming back and then take him down, it was just so exciting, man. Yeah, it's all those things, man. You know, you just got to be careful with uh, with those guys. It's one, one punch, I mean, especially in our weight class, you know, one punch, uh, he can, any weight class pretty much. But, you know, heavier, heavier the guys, the, the dangerous it is for one punch knockout. So, all you gotta, you know, be careful, be alert all the time. But uh, I mean, that spinning, uh, spinning kick. I mean, Hennessy uh, uh, actually uh, back with me a little bit, but I was able to see things, you know, and rely on my jiu-jitsu and the wrestling. So, you know, man, I just feel so comfortable in the fight right now. Like, one, of course, experience is gonna is gonna help a lot, but uh, just the fact that I. Uh, you know, I'm very confident in the ground or stand up. Either way, you know, I just feel too comfortable anywhere that I go, you know. And also, this uh, did tie you for the most submissions in the uh, UFC light heavyweight. You and John Jones are tied. That meant something to you, didn't it? Yes, yes, of course, man. You know, uh, you're one of the, the top guys uh, with the most submission. Uh, it just, uh, you know, it just it's a lot for me because... Uh, uh, you know, I'm Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, black belt, and uh, I like to, to keep that flag, you know. And uh, I say uh, honor, you know, honor the, 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 the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, and MMA. So I like that. Now, let me ask you, I've heard about legendary training sessions with yourself and Chuck Liddell uh, under the watchful eye of uh, legendary trainer John Hackleman. How did you get hooked up back in the day with John, under, to get hooked up with John Hackleman? Uh, one of, uh, I fought one of his guys in the beginning, in my first fight, man, my first professional fight, I fought the one, uh, one of John Hacken's guy. It was one of, uh, training partner with Chuck, you know, he's wrestled with Chuck, Carl Powell. Eric Schwartz. Uh, Eric Schwartz, okay. exactly. You know who he is, right? I do funny not know. I, I just read this other shit. I would love to take credit and sound smart, but I uh, just read it. <laughs> funny guy, man. You know, they're like <laughs> one of the coolest guys, right? It's like, it's like you're hanging out with Matt Serra and Hansel Gracie. <laughs> you know, I love those guys. That's why I went to Matt Serra there and gave him a hug, man. This guy's like, just the vibe. You're those the guys being Hansel Gracie the same way, you know. He, you hanging out with one of, with one of those guys is, is yeah. different. But anyway, Eric, Eric, I fought Eric and John um, right after that. He, he, he called uh, one of my friends that hooked me up with a fight and said, hey, I wanna, I wanna help Glover. I think I can help him. Uh, he, he show a lot of heart, man. And I think uh, with with the train with us, it's gonna help him a lot. So when the, my friend told me that, I was like, "Hey, book my next my next flight. I wanna go. I wanna see." <laughs> and when was and, that? Uh, How long ago, Glover? That was two thousand and two at my oh. first fight, right? Wow. In two thousand and three, I went there. I trained for a month. I come back to Connecticut, and, and I went back and, and, and moved there. I moved there in 2004, now, 2004, 2005, yeah. So why why did it take so long for we to, for us to see you, the American fans? I know 
there was some visa trouble or something? How come we couldn't get you in the UFC earlier? Yeah, man. You know, I had, I had that visa problem. I went to to Brazil. You know, uh, I thought I was going to be there only for like three three months, three to four months. You know, the guys say, uh, the lawyers, and the interview went wrong, and they denied me somehow. I don't know. Maybe they thought I wasn't married. You know, I actually, <laughs> I'm still married with my wife. After I get the green card for years, you know, and uh, maybe they told us just, uh, just wanted, you know, back then I think was a lot of going on there. People yeah. get married for green card, you know what I mean? That's true, yeah. So how long so, did it take you to get back in? And then it took me like three and a half years. Uh, yeah. Wow. You know, my wife, my wife sent a, a letter to the senator. I forgot the senator name right now. Uh, she, she have a, this beautiful letter. She's standing, and uh, they um, they read the letter, man. They they call in, they make things happen, and and that was uh, it was very touchy letter. It's very beautiful thing. Three and a half but, years, you know, wow. Yeah, That's, yeah. Three and, and a half years. And and you must be excited. Like, there's so many guys. The light heavyweight division is is so great right now, and there's a lot of guys in the top ten. You being number ten right now, I think. Uh, you have fought Jones, Gustafson, and Corey Anderson. None of the other guys have you fought, if, if I'm uh, looking at this correctly. There's a lot of incredible fights for you, even guys a little uh, below you, like uh, like Johnny Walker would be an exciting fight. Do you have your eye, eye on anybody now? Is there anybody you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now, man, I'm taking my time off. Like you say, the, the live you wait, uh, it's so many guys, there's so many uh, up and coming fighters, it's, you know, I love it. I love it. It's like very exciting, very excited for the, the sport the way it is right now. And uh, I'm enjoying my time off. Of course, I uh, I asked Scotty Anderson there at the time. The you know, uh, I mean, I lost that fight, and I like to have that rematch. But uh, but I don't know, man. I'm gonna take a couple weeks off, and I, I I'll, I'll get back in. Um, in the game soon, and uh, I'll see who I fight, see who they talk. I don't care, man. I fight anyone. Yeah. I'll fight anyone. I'm, you know, I love to fight. I never say no to any fight, you know. I, I'm one of those guys that they ne don't have a problem with me. Well, I, listen, man. You know, I'm a huge fan, Glover. Listen, are you going to go see Avengers Endgame? <laughs> uh, Do you watch Avengers? Uh, hey, Do you watch those hey, movies? No. Nah. Matt, I, you know, I, when I was 12, I used to watch no. those movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on, Glover. Don't That's break right. my heart. <laughs> Glover, uh, what kind no, of movies uh, do you like, Glover? Me? Yeah. No, I, like, I like those kind of movies, man. Believe me, I like, I like, I, I say that joking around. Yeah. I joke around with my friends. I'm always like, they say, Glover, you got to go see this movie. I'm going, I'm not very like... <laughs> through about it. I'm not, not the one of the movies that I'm going to be there in the line. I'll, I'll wait for a couple. Yeah. I'll wait for a couple weeks. I'll be going, I'll be going to watch for sure. Yeah. But uh, movies that I, I like action movie, man. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, Denzel Washington movie, you know, Training Day, um, uh, uh, Man of Fire, those kind of movies. Like you know? real, like like adult real movies. Yes. Not, not comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> like that. But uh, I like superhero movies too, man. You know, it's yeah. been in my blood. I used to love uh, comic books when I was younger, so yeah. I still, I, uh, of course, I still get like excited when I watch them. Yeah, well, you're like a superhero, Glover. At I least watch, a little bird, I'll... Jimmy, you are. Yes, you are. I'm like a little Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> 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 
Hey, hey Glover, really quick, man. Uh, not really quick, but let's uh, let's plug your school. And it's in Danbury, Connecticut, correct? Yeah, yes, Danbury. What? And the name of your school? And and do the, you have a website? Seshira MMA. Seshira MMA Fitness. Um, yeah, it's SeshiraMMAFitness.com. You know, uh, uh, it's a, it's a great gym. Man. It's right in the battle line, a uh, Denver battle line. You know. Um, it's beautiful, man. It's busy. It's going. It's going amazing. I like what I. Uh, I like what I see, you know. And that, me by you know, you know, you know that man. You you have a gym and uh, you uh, you know you've been fighting for a long time. I see you. Yeah. So <laughs> we got yeah. we got similar lives like that. And when you love what you do, Glover, you know that old that old saw. When you love what you do, you know you never work a day in your life. And I see that like with you. You love to fight. And you got your family, you got your jujitsu, you got your school. I mean, what's better? You're living the dream, my man. I am living the dream, man. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, I'm telling you, like you have a gym and you know, like all the students, man, they take it to the blood, man. They take it like they, they were so pissed of that guys. Every student of mine was like they, the one that was there. They wanted to fight the guy because the guy didn't shake my hand. Yeah. Away, so. So they all, I was like, hey, guys, don't, don't worry hey, about it. He I'm respects you. This. I was going to say, he respects you now, buddy. That worked yeah. out. <laughs> did he speak yeah, to you yeah, after yeah. the fight? Uh, yeah, he did. He, he come by and say hi. I think he was just, you know, some of those things, man. You just got to, everybody have their way to sell the fight, you know. So yeah. You don't take it, it personally. Is what it is. I don't take a person, no, not at all. Not today, not today, baby. That's the line oh, yeah. of the day. Congratulations, yeah. man! It was it was a, it was a really great choke, and um, you know, back to number ten. So uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Congratulations on your uh, after the fight victory over Matt Serra, too. That was two <laughs> victories in one night. There was a good all right, all right. There's a good picture of you uh, of you choking me, Glover, Glover, the UFC put out there. I know your neck is huge, man. What, what my neck is huge. <laughs> you like uh, you like you like fifteen snack like Mike Tyson back in the day. <laughs> well, nineteen and a half to be exact. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> awesome, Glove. Hey, listen, man. Congratulations, my man. And uh, I can't wait to see you again, buddy. All right, my friend. All right, take care, Glover. Take care, pal. Take care. Appreciate it, guys. All right, buddy. Bye. Such a great guy. Yeah, really nice guy. I've never met him. Oh, he's such a great guy, man. I just I like the the you know the people I I met on this on this journey called life. I was just thinking during that when you said like you're living the dream. He's like, I am. I'm living the dream. I've never heard like a Brazilian fighter or any of these guys that you run into. They're always happy. They're happy. They're positive. It's like just a positive yeah, group of yeah. people, you know. Well, Especially they probably grew up. Guys. A lot of these guys grew up in really, really poor or tough neighborhoods, yeah. and everybody's fighting. And then here you are making a great living fighting. Like you're, you're making a great living doing what the whole neighborhood did. Right. So uh, yeah, it does seem like a lot of the Brazilian fighters are very, very grateful for where they are, and that, they are enjoying it. And yeah, you're right. That clip right there of him walking across. See, I yeah, just I I again, last, first yeah. of all, I love it. I like it even more now. Play that again. Do you have the sound of it? Yeah, or? I can put, the sound. put the sound on. And you see him mouthing, not today. That's out of a movie. Look at this. Look at this. He's walking across. He's doing the throat cut. Shakes his head. Not today. Not today. Glover's not even phased. That's going to be annoying when, or whatever you want to say when he walks across and he's like, I'm going to get in his face. And Glover's like, not today. Not today. Like, uh-uh. And then he chokes you. I, it's so funny. I see. <laughs> That's the more annoying part. He stretches you out 
and and the choke <coughs> was on for what two seconds before he tapped. I mean, that was a yeah. brutal choke. That was yeah. um, just so cool the way that was done, man. That it really cool. was. What did he do? He locked his legs around. He locked his feet around. He the got back his. Of- he got his hooks oh. in. So he flattened them out. If I remember correctly, you could put it on. That was that was a very a brutal. I mean, you know, I had pretty good seats, Jimmy. But uh, let's see the play by play here. Look at that! Look at that guillotine he's attacking. Yeah, he started coming back at that round. Look at this. Yeah, Glover. Yeah, it's just fucking awesome, man. I was so happy. Yeah, and he still hits like a fucking tank. Like, the one a- thing I noticed is that everything that uh, Ioni was doing, he won. You got it. He won. It was explosive. Standing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a Look really dangerous it. guy. Passes man. the guard, knee across the belly. Uh-oh. Effortlessly. This is why you want to mount. Ground and pound. And then he gives mount. him the room to get up and then mounts him to the Well, he back gives him the room to give him to his turn back. around. Yeah, yeah. He gets hooks in. Look, look. Hooks in. Flattens him out. And look at this. Kind of the same choke he did to me, right? There. Yeah, rear naked. That, that's a professional rear naked choke right there. You can see the effortless kick of the legs to flatten him out. And it was just. Oh, man. That was so much fun. That was a brutal choke. Beautiful. Uh, both both right. of those giant arms around his face. No. Oof, what an awful plug, place to be. Can we plug this weekend's fights after Jimmy yes. wants to plug his little... Uh, Jim Norton is doing the Borgata July the 5th and May the 16th and 17th or 17th and 18th. I'm going to be in Rochester. Comedy on the Carlson Ooh. or at the Carlson. A great club. And um, good luck this weekend, Matt. Have a good trip. Hey, man. Let me tell you something. Let's plug... Let's give a proper plug for the fights this weekend. Hi, Quintus Cerrone. This Saturday night on ESPN+. Plus. If you can't be there, you can certainly watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, that is the main event, uh, and the co-main event is, uh, oh my God, don't tell me we had, uh, oh, I'm so glad Rob, Shane Burgos against uh, Cobb Swanson, uh-huh. uh, Sher called in, and we all, oh, Derek Brunson uh, against Elias Theodoro, okay, yeah. that is the co-main, Man. at least uh, Elias Theodoro's Canadian guy, uh, so some really, really great fights, Walt Harris is fighting, yeah, no, uh, it's really a good, Marab against, yep. um, uh, God damn it, eight no. I know his record, I can't Brad, remember his name. Brad, Brad oh, yeah. 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 It's I can remember the record, but not the name. That's Jimmy, fine. do you want to uh, walk Hug? Well, yeah, well, that's friends. a given. Do you want to walk with me to the Penn Station? Yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody, I'll see you when I'm back from Canada. We have to have a thing that oh. we sign off with. Uh, I was, that's something was, that we do I, every I day. Just signing off. No, something that we sign All off right. with. All um, right. Uh, hey, we may be the official uh, podcast of the UFC. But we'd encourage you to wrestle with your troubles. I'm done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.